Welcome to the Moments Podcast. We believe that every youth service should have three elements, worship, the word, and an exciting atmosphere. While we can't replicate our worship through song or our intense games on this podcast, we can certainly replay one of our favorite parts of the night, Pastor Wesley's message from God's word. So without further ado, here is this past Wednesday's Jesus Moment. I mean, genuinely, I have wrestled with these sermons, and I have had so much fun uh, just in, in my own life and in my own heart. I feel like God has really spoke to me through these messages on mental health. Well, Pastor Wesley, I've missed a couple of them. Well, would you look at that? It's a good thing we have a podcast, Shameless Plug, Moments Podcast, everywhere podcasts are found, and you can listen to every message preached here on Wednesday nights to catch up. We also have a podcast called Young Lions, shameless plug number two, where we talk about life and faith and different things that we encounter. So probably my favorite illustration that I had to bring back was the rope. I mean, I just loved this illustration. And how many of you were here the first time I did this? Raise your hand. Okay, so a handful of you didn't get it. So I'll just already play it again. So we've been talking about mental health, right? And ultimately, all of mental health we've said, stems from a spiritual crisis. And if you're taking notes, that's awesome. If you're not taking notes, you have a pen and a piece of paper. And let me tell you, note takers are difference makers. My wife came up with that. And so if you want to make a difference in your friends and in your family, I strongly encourage you to take notes tonight. Note takers are difference makers. And, and we've said over and over again that mental health stems from a spiritual crisis called sin. In the first week, we talked about, God, why am I so lonely? And as we wrestled with the scriptures, we realized that the only reason we could possibly be lonely is if we are not walking in fellowship and communion with Jesus. Because God says, I am with you everywhere you go. Jesus says, I am there with you. And the only reason that we could possibly feel lonely is if our eyes are closed. And we've closed our eyes. God, where are you? And God's saying, I'm right here. And as we move through the series and, and we talked about anxiousness, we said, God, why am I anxious? And we realized that life is so full of just opportunities and moments and eternity stands in front of all of us. That was supposed to go all the way across the room. That scared me too. Let me undo this. I done tangled it up. Here we go. Here we go. And I love this rope because, oh my goodness gracious, the rope is failing me. Why are you doing this to me, rope? Why are you doing this to me? I love this rope because there's a red piece of tape on it that illustrates your life on this earth. This is your moment in time and space and history and eternity is all before you. But we are so focused on this little moment. We live our lives for our career, for our family, for our friends. God, how can I make this the best possible time and space and history that it can be? And this moment, when you live your life 
for this, you will be anxious about what you do not have. But when you live your life for this, all of a sudden, everything else fails in comparison to the beauty of knowing and walking with Jesus. God says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. What will be added to you? Food, shelter, clothing. God will provide for you as you pursue him, not the other way around. God provides for you as you pursue him. You know, I was watching an Instagram reel the other day, and uh, it said something so profound. When God feels distant from you, who moved? When you feel like God has left you, who moved away? You were God. Because God is always chasing after you, but are you chasing after him? And perhaps the moment that you stop chasing after him and start chasing what will make your life better on this earth, things that are not encouraged by the scriptures, you end up anxious. And when you allow those anxious thoughts and motivators in your life to corrupt your heart, you might even end up depressed. <laughs> and you see, we live our life for this little moment on earth, and it corrupts us. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with pursuing wholeness or wellness in this life, because there is so certainly there is something to be said about pursuing a life on this earth that's worth living. But the question is, what makes this life on earth actually worth living? And you see, there are some people in this life that have become so obsessed with themselves and so obsessed with what life has to give them that they've lost friends, they've lost families, they've lost coworkers, and eventually they lost their own life. They took their life because they are so obsessed with the lie that life was all about them. And perhaps the most notable celebrities that I can think of, some of you may or may not know Robin Williams. Some of you may or may not know who Juice World was. And I'm not condoning these people, but it's interesting how full of themselves they were. And maybe they even appeared to be good people that did good things, but attention and focus was not on Jesus. And this was the result. And so tonight as we dive deep into the scriptures, we're going to be reminded of two truths. One, that there is hope, and two, that, that God wants to shine his light through you. Okay, there is hope, and God wants to shine his light through you. It's 7.38. We end at 8 o'clock. I cut the game. I have a lot of time to preach. So maybe you need to grab the buckle, click it, and get ready for what God's about to give us from his word. So, Sean, if you could put that scripture up there for me, I would greatly appreciate it. If you have a Bible... Or a smartphone and you're not going to get distracted. If you are, just don't even do it. If you're not, put it on do not disturb and turn with me to Psalms chapter 139. Psalms 139. 
And since we're in the spirit of doing things completely differently tonight, it's a good thing this is almost empty. Or it would have just filled everywhere, like it did. <laughs> sponsored, not sponsored by Ghost Energy Drinks. <laughs> I know this is the most Baptist thing in history. But we're going to stand and read God's Word together, okay? Wesley, wait, what? What if I don't have a Bible? It's okay, just read it. When we get to verse 14, I want everybody to stand. I want everybody to stand with me as we read Psalms 139. If you're with me, say, I'm with you. Verse 1, here we go. Say it with me. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know me when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. Now let's skip to verse 14. And you can read this on the screen with me. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them full well. You can sit down. Now, friends, listen, what David is saying is that it doesn't matter where you go. You can go to the deepest, darkest parts of the sea. God's with you. You can go on the top of Mount Everest. God is there with you. It does not matter where you go in this life. Guess who's with you? Jesus is. Say, Jesus is with me. And friends, that should give you hope. So that the moments in life that you feel distracted and just beat down by life, God is with you. <laughs> Wesley, I feel like there's no hope. I feel like giving up. Wesley, there's nothing left for me on this earth. I would beg to differ. Even when it feels like you've lost everything and you have no reason for living, this is your reason for living. David said that the reason you have to live is because he lives. And as the old hymn goes, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because Jesus died on the cross for you and for me and he was buried and he rose again, you and I can face tomorrow. It doesn't matter how broken your family is, how messy your family is, if you have both your parents or none of your parents or half your parents or just your grand, it doesn't matter. God loves you. You notice all of the, the apostles, these were guys that followed Jesus. When Jesus was, was going to be crucified, his little posse, all of them ran away from him, except for one. And his name was John. And you know why John didn't run away and the rest of them did? This guy named John that followed Jesus, it was, his nickname was literally the apostle whom Jesus loved. So let me paraphrase that. The guy who Jesus loved. Not, not in a weird way, in a selfless, sacrificial I'd give my life to protect you and fight for you way. And because John found his identity in the love of God, he didn't lose hope. 
when you find your identity in the reality that God loves you, you have hope in this life, here on this earth. Wesley, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what my God has done. (laughs) I've done drugs. I've done alcohol. I mean, I've heard it all. I have heard it all. I've messed up. I've slept with that person. I did these drugs. I drank this. I took this person's life. I had one kid that came up to me one time. (laughs) We were reading the Bible together. It was me and a few people. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I'm really growing in my faith. And I was like, man, that's awesome. Let's go. And he said, yeah, I'm thinking about taking shrooms. (laughs) I want a spiritual encounter, he said. I'm thinking, yeah, that's an encounter. It's not a spiritual one. (laughs) I mean, I've heard it all. (laughs) And what separates the ones from those that do have hope and those that don't is the people who choose to focus on Jesus. They have hope. Sean, please put that first point up there because it just so powerfully captures this. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. For all my grammar Nazis, I apologize. There's supposed to be a parenthesis here. It didn't make it. It really bothered me, but I didn't have time. So I said, who cares? I care, but who cares? Don't lose hope. I, I, I don't care. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. I don't care how difficult your life is. I don't care how difficult your life will be. You know what I couldn't stand as a teenager? All of the people that would come up to me and say, yeah, your life is easy. You don't know what it's like to go through hard things. And they didn't know that my family was just like exploding at home. <laughs> and my life was not fun. And I don't want to spare you the details, but it was it was pretty a pretty difficult circumstance to ever have to walk through as a teenager. And I know several of you on a personal level, and you can say the same. You lost that parent. Your parents split. You lost that sibling. Something heart-shattering happened. And there are moments where you've begun to, to lose hope. Friends, don't lose hope. God loves you. God has a plan for you. The scriptures say that he uses all things to work together for our good. To those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Wesley, why is my family going through this? I don't know. But God knows. And you know what? I know that we wouldn't be going through junk in this life if it wasn't for sin. But you know what has to happen for sin to go bye-bye? For us to go with it. For there to be no sin in the world, we would all have to be gone. But we're still here, which means there's still sin, which means there's still sickness, which means there's still death. And friends, no matter how difficult your life gets, don't give up. Don't lose hope. And at some point, as you walk through the darkness, you'll realize that God has given you a light to shine. That's my second point. You can put that up there, Sean. As you walk through the darkness, God has given you a light to shine. 
Now, this is going to take a lot longer than I thought it would. So I'm going to try and work this out as we go. Yeah, it's just not going to work. <laughs> so forget it. I'm going to turn all the lights off, but technical difficulties. So I downloaded this app, and I thought it was pretty cool. How many of you have a phone? How many of you have, have, have a cell phone? Okay, most of you. Can you guys turn your flashlights on for me? That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I want it on its brightest setting. I want it on its brightest setting. Let's just do this. I don't know why I just didn't think of this. Y'all shine those brights as high as you can. High as you can. Keep them up there. Keep them up there. Keep them up there. Sean, do you know how to kill the screen? The little red X. Sean? Oh, he's in the bathroom. All right, well, we'll leave it. Now, everybody turn their lights off or just hold them to your chest. Either or. It's okay, Chris. We'll get it. You see how dark it is in here. You see, the moment that we choose to lose hope and to lose faith in what God is doing, the lights come off. And we feel like there is no hope left in this life. And God's saying, my light is shining through the darkness. Will you walk in it? Well, see, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm lonely. God, God, I'm going to give up. And God's saying, no, shine your light. But, but, But here's the problem. You see, so many of us, this is our life. And we think that when our life is perfect, we can allow God to shine through our life. That if we have the perfect home life, the perfect friends, the perfect everything, that then God can use us. But the problem is... That our life is broken. And it is shattered. And cracked. And some of you, maybe, maybe you haven't been, have been tempted to just throw your life away. And God's saying, no. It doesn't matter how shattered and broken your life is. He can still shine through it. And you know what you're going to find? You're going to find a bunch of other people whose lives are just as shattered and cracked as yours. And when you... Let him shine his light through your brokenness. The people around you start to see that there is purpose worth living for. My point, first point, don't give up. Don't lose hope, I should say. My second point, let his light shine. Now hopefully I can turn these lights back on so you can see to take notes. Let his light shine. 
Thank you. If, if I could get just four volunteers that can click the button and turn them on, that'd be awesome. If somebody back there wants to, Aaliyah, you want to click that button? Preston, you want to click that button? Now, for those of you listening to the podcast and can't see what I just did, I took a tempered glass screen protector and cracked it and shined light through it. Talk about breaking the fourth wall. Hello, podcast. <laughs> now they understand as they listen to it. Guys, God wants to shine his light through Something we say all the time is that there is nothing like being in the room on Wednesday nights. While we have tried to give you a glimpse of that, we encourage you to get the full picture with us and join us in the room this Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Moments Podcast.